in Friday night again. We've made it through another week with the Tom Kearney Show, which you hear on WPTF Radio every night, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10, with a little bit of live and real-time radio coming your way each night. We hope to bring you programs that uh, educate and entertain you. Most of the time during the week, we have serious programs. We talked about the Red Cross and its activities Monday night of this week. We got the story on the City of Raleigh Museum from Ernie Dollar on Tuesday night and on Wednesday night. Joe uh, Newberry was uh, our our guest, and uh, we talked about music in North Carolina. Last night, we had a a nostalgia show. But on Friday night, when we can, we do a little bit of uh, fun with... uh, various forms of trivia games, and many Friday nights it's musical trivia. A lot of times it's trivia that has to do with entertainment, with uh, with movies and with television, and the man who presides over that is my very own brother, Mr. Stephen Kearney. Stephen, are you there tonight? I'm here, Tom. That's excellent. Uh, tonight, Stephen is going to preside over the presentation of some material. We're going to have a little bit of discussion, I suspect, probably, and we'll have some with you, we hope. And um, some trivia questions having to do with movies, uh, TV shows, whatever he has chosen uh, that uh, have to do with Thanksgiving. And uh, he'll be able to tell us whether there's a lot of material in that area or not. But uh, he and I both know of at least one movie that we like that deals with uh, trying to get home for your Thanksgiving. And that's uh, maybe something people will be yearning for this year. When we start doing the trivia part of the program, Stephen will preside over that and... uh, we will ask that you observe only one rule and that you don't don't look the answer up. You you, you don't use your handheld device. You don't use your computer. You don't use uh, ancient reference books. you got to have it in your head. And you, the only way you can get any help is to get it from another living human being who whispers it in your ear or maybe just says it to you straight out. Uh, the number you'll call is 919-860. Nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero, and then spell out WPTF on your keys, and you've got us, Stephen. I think I've covered the basics there, and uh, I imagine you uh, you have some uh, my, uh, observations of your own, and uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, uh, the the trivia that you may present tonight. That's up to you, but uh, I'm turning, I'm tossing the ball in your direction now. Well, I appreciate that, Tom. Uh, The thing that I would add to what you have already said is that um, we would like for people to call and answer our questions, but it's not about the answering of the questions correctly. Uh, That really is important to us. What's most important is that we hear from you. We like the communication and the interaction with you, our listening audience. And tonight we're going to be talking about what I will call uh, Thanksgiving and popular media, and that involves movies, television, and even music. Uh, Tom, do you know what a turducken is? Uh, I'll bet it's some kind of uh, uh, something that you could have for Thanksgiving to eat. That's correct, Tom. Uh, that was a lucky some guess. Some years David. back when John Madden was doing the color for the uh, television broadcast of football games, I think it was on CBS, and I believe he was with Pat Summerall at the time, uh, they encountered on the sidelines a... Uh, uh, turkey stuffed with a duck, and uh, that's a turducken. It gives you a lot more opportunities for uh, drumsticks, Tom. Okay. 
but but a bit of trivia like that. So our trivia tonight is going to involve movies, and there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, Tom. Uh, uh, you mentioned last month when we did Halloween that Halloween was sort of your favorite holiday, and uh, over a period of time of my life, what I've experienced is is that uh, some holidays and some observations of holidays have become more popular. Others have kind of come gone down. Uh, Thanksgiving now is uh, sort of just almost like a bleep on the radar, and that's it between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, you you just made me think of something tonight. You used the term uh, Thanksgiving and media, and then it occurred to me that we could actually ask. It wouldn't have to be electronic media. I'm wandering off the reservation now, so I'll be back in a minute. Uh it could be, uh, you know, I could ask the question about the famous magazine cover that is iconic with regard to uh, representing what's supposed to happen on Thanksgiving and who, who, who produced that cover. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so, Tom, and we can make that a question if you'd like. Well, I mean, that that would qualify because that's how that that's kind of as I said, that's the icon. That's the that's the all all consuming uh, picture that. Uh, Others would would hope to come up with, uh, with regard to displaying the American view of Thanksgiving. But uh, I didn't know whether you liked that or not. But it occurred to me because of something you said. So it was kind of kind of. Well, amazing. I do like that, and I know what you're talking about. I think, and uh, yeah. it has sort of a place like, at least in my mind, like Courier and Ives would for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, or winter scenes or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think one thing that I I, I know you believe in, I, you may be going to, going to say it, uh, is that if a person does not know the answer to any question we have, but has a favorite uh, movie, TV program, uh, icon of Thanksgiving, and they want to represent it to us in a call where they just spread the information, they're welcome to call too. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine, and we do want that. Uh, the the interesting thing about Thanksgiving is is that it has come to represent or be represented by, if you will, uh, the idea of family gathering together a large meal and often football. Ah, uh, yes, yes. When you get and one of the questions you may ask is typically in my time there have been uh, surely one and maybe two football teams that uh, right. Well, there is that question, Tom. Yeah, I'm not going to. That will gonna, be our first not, trivia question. I'm not going to answer it. Okay. And one okay. of my favorite uh, television representations of Thanksgiving as something fun was uh, a show. You'll have to help me. The one that uh, the the guy named Hill from Texas was on. Uh, uh, Hank Hill, King of the uh, Hill. Hank Hill. Is that, his, is that his name? I'm getting old now, Stephen. But you don't like his wife or his son. I know that. Uh, well, and, yeah, uh, the characters, that Hank Hill, uh, Peggy Hill, and Bobby Hill don't do anything for me. They are the second and third uh, least-like characters on television, as far as I'm concerned. The first would be George Constanza. But that's <laughs> partly due to Jason Alexander playing that very well, because he's not supposed to be liked. Right. Now, are you going to ask any questions about Hank Hill? I'm not going to ask any questions about Hank Hill. If you would like to, please do. Well, I have one, or maybe there might be two, but Hank and his wife and Bobby end up celebrating Thanksgiving, not at home, but not where they plan to. Uh, and they, they're they able to create a kind of community because Hank has all of his 
propane materials with him. He's going to a faraway place to his mother-in-law's, and he thinks they don't have that kind of stuff there. And uh, Mrs. Hank Hill has to get there because, like a lot of people at Thanksgiving, she makes one particular thing, and she's convinced that Thanksgiving cannot go on if she doesn't end up at the table with it. You know, you like you know a certain kind of cake or a baked ham or candied potato, candied potatoes. What I want to know is where do they end up? Hank Hill and his wife and son end up celebrating Thanksgiving, and what is it that Mrs. Hank Hill is supposed to make uh, that she actually doesn't get to make uh, at her mother's place? And then I'll get out of the way and let you you present the questions. Okay. Okay. So we've essentially got two um, that you've offered up. Uh, the first one being uh, television on Thanksgiving is very important because it brings us the NFL, Tom. <laughs> Okay. If nothing yeah. else, and what you've asked is traditionally there have been one first one Tom, and then in 1960 a second one who have played on Thanksgiving and the, the, their games have been televised. Interestingly enough, Tom, I don't think they've ever played each other on Thanksgiving, which is uh, which was yeah. the only one telecast. So, uh, right, well, as long ago as long ago as I can remember, and I know it goes back at least 20 years further than that. So. But I can remember there was one team that always played on Thanksgiving Day. And, they, it's and the there's a reason team. for that. So there's the question that. that you posed is, and that I want to finish off, is who are those two teams, Tom? Okay. Uh, the NFL uh, folks have added a third Thanksgiving game that's at night, but it, it runs with varying teams. We're talking about the two that have always played on Thanksgiving going back to, say, 1960 or so, Tom. Okay, I got you. And don't forget, one of mine was a, about a magazine cover. With about an a magazine iconic... cover. Well, actually, you asked three then. Uh, the magazine yeah. cover that uh, you're talking about, it's, it's famous, Tom. Uh, it's so famous that it became, I think, a lithograph or a, a uh, something that you could frame and put on the wall. And it, it, I would say it's uh, created by somebody who uh, at least knew the... Um, uh, uh, Maybe the fan, uh, fantasy of, uh, of what Americana would be about, Tom. I'm not sure that what it depicts there is how it actually is, but it's how we would all want it to be. And it was a magazine cover. Exactly. And I'm not sure that they haven't made a stamp of that particular picture. I'll have they to may have. have. They may have in they honor have. of the artist, perhaps. In honor of the artist, exactly. Right. And the third question that you ask is about the uh, television show. It was on for 14 years on Fox, Tom. King of the Hill, uh, Hank Hill, uh, and his wife, Peggy, and his son, Bobby, are going to go to their in-laws for Thanksgiving. And the question that you ask uh, is, one, where did they actually end up spending Thanksgiving? It may right. be at that location or maybe somewhere else. And there's something that Peggy Hill makes that she thinks that nobody else in the world makes, and she feels like she needs to make it and carry it to Thanksgiving dinner. That's a common thought, Tom, among the families of America. What is it that uh, Peggy Hill makes, and where did they spend Thanksgiving? Everybody's mother or grandmother thinks they have a special recipe that everybody can't do without. Uh, at least in the world that I live in, that's the way it goes. But good, you—you you, it was a good reprise of the of the questions. I hope. Thank you for letting me make a contribution. Well, we'll start out with those three, and what we want is we want folks to call in and talk to us about this. I, I'm ready to toss out a couple of questions, Tom. I don't want to do any more than five to start out with. We'll Hold on, will you, do, will, you, will you do one thing? Let's take a break before we do that, and then we'll do those. Is that okay? Sounds 
Sounds great. Let's do it. Okay, we'll take a break. And Stephen has his questions ready, and you should be ready to dial or punch the buttons or whatever you call it at 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And don't be bashful. Uh, as my Baptist friends would say, come on down to the front of the church and testify. It makes the show a lot more fun when you do that. 919-860-WPTF. We'll be back with some more questions from Stephen right after this. We're back on the Tom Kearney Show on WPTF uh, 921 on this Friday night uh, I believe it's November 20th, 2020. Tom Kearney here, and the younger Kearney, Mr. Stephen Kearney, presenting us with some trivia questions is over there. Stephen, um, Jason tells me we have three callers already to answer some questions. Uh, do you want to present your questions before we answer those or after? And, and I'm, I'm serious about it. You have the choice. Well, let's go ahead and have our callers, Tom. They're, they're while we're here. Okay, fine. Okay, I believe Todd is the first one this evening. Todd, is that right? Todd, are you there? I'm here. How are you, Tom? I'm fine. And uh, Todd Stevens over there, he's returned from from the, his trips and whatever, wherever he was. Hello, Todd. How you doing, Stephen? Good, good. Good to hear from you again. It's good to talk to you. I'm going to knock out uh, your question about the, uh, the NFL team that always plays on Thanksgiving, and that would be the Detroit Lions. All right, you're correct. That's one of the two teams. Why does Detroit always play on Thanksgiving? I've never heard the reason why. Well, um, and I'm sure Tom can do this better than I can, but the uh, the Lions have always been owned, I believe, by the Ford family, and they make uh, uh, automobiles up in Detroit, and uh, they work very hard. And so we, one of the early Ford owners wanted his workers to be able to see a football game, and so um, he uh, had his team that he owned, the Detroit Lions, play on Thanksgiving. And when television became a mainstay of American life, they would always uh, televise it. I think I'm right about that, Tom. Uh, And they they started doing this during the Depression when it was supposed to be a kind of an uplift for the workers, you know, so many many of which were not, in fact, employed at that particular time. Or, or, or you know maybe working a partial schedule or something, but they think the Lions have played every Thanksgiving since like 1933. Todd, any idea who the second team is? Well, I'm going to take a wild guess. Would it be the Dallas Cowboys? You're right. That's that's correct. They're the other one, and uh, a lot of Sundays, what you'll have is you'll have a one o'clock game and you'll have a four o'clock game. Or something along those lines. And what what we normally have, Todd, as you know, is the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving playing the early game, what we would call the twelve o'clock, one o'clock, or lunch game. And Dallas usually plays the four o'clock game. I'm not sure why Dallas is on on television. Tom, do you know anything about that? Uh, I I don't know, but you know there was a period in there. That, uh, that Cowboys were so popular, they were regarded as, quote, America's team. And uh, there was a lot, a lot of TV ratings and stuff, so keeping the game on Thanksgiving Day was good. And usually by that time, most everybody was kind of lying on the couch wishing they hadn't eaten so much, but, uh, you know, trying to survive. Todd, I have one question for you, if I may. Yes. Do you have a particular Thanksgiving memory or television, movie, or... A uh, song or anything that you would like to bring to my attention, Tom's attention, and everybody listening. Hmm. 
Well, I really don't have a movie or television memory. Just like I said, my my favorite memories was just you know was growing up. You know when you know when the family was when most of the family was still living. You know with the grandparents and the parents and aunts and uncles and so forth. You know, but like I said, you know the all the older generation of my family you know is has passed away. So like I said, I just I have the great memories of the uh, growing up with Thanksgiving. So it was just really just remember family because that's one of the many reasons why I'm I'm very thankful at Thanksgiving. So just, you know, you know, God's been good to me, you know, with good family and just everything that he's blessed me with through the years. So I just I give all the glory to him. Well, that's a good way to put it and uh I think Thanksgiving has largely become about family and I wanna thank you for, for bringing that to, to my attention and Tom's attention and uh as I said it's great to hear from you again. Well, it's always okay. good to talk to the two of you. Like I said, I know we don't get to talk too often, so it's a it's a great blessing for me to be able to uh, to talk to the two of you. So y'all have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, try not to get too trip to fan. <laughs> you too, Todd. You, you too. take care and have a good Thanksgiving, Todd. Right, Jason, take care, Tom. Who's next? Is it Ron? Is that who's next? Yeah, it's Ron. Okay, hey Ron. Hey, Ron's here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for calling. You heard Todd uh, talk about Thanksgiving and uh, the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. What do you want to answer? Well, you know, you only mentioned two of the teams. You didn't mention the third team. And the third team. Okay, tell me the third team. Green Bay Packers. Detroit always played the Green Bay Packers forever. Well, they did up to a certain point, and then they did. Oh, yeah, I agree that. I agree with that, but since we're going back to you know when it all started, Detroit you know, always played the Green Bay right. Packers. Yeah, and, then, that, you know, and those were great games. Uh, the, I, when I became aware of the National Football League, uh, the team that was dominant was the Green Bay Packers with Bart Starr and Ray Nitschke and uh, uh, Vince Lombardi. And, and so right. when Morning. they played on Thanksgiving Day and played the Lions because they're in the same division, that was that was a really good thing. Yeah, it was, well, yeah. I want to get in there with both of you, if you'll let me, and say that when I started watching the Thanksgiving Day game, it was the Lions, but it was, they were playing a, a team with a quarterback named Otto Graham. So, uh, uh, Yeah. But, what, Los Angeles? No, Cleveland Browns. Oh, that's right, Cleveland. Yes. Part of the old Rust Belt, uh, where, you know, where, the, uh, where the, uh, the beginning of professional football uh, came about. Uh, and so on. But now, what you wanted was a Thanksgiving Day game between these teams, and you wanted it to be snowing. Yes, <laughs> in the black and blue division <laughs> or some some place like that. That's so all. You doing all the, all right these days, Ron? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you know, just hanging in here, trying, trying to right. keep away from well, everything and everybody. <laughs> well, well, we hope you have a nice Thanksgiving and. Uh, we're going to see if we can work one more caller in before the halftime here, okay? All right. Well, best, uh, you know, have a wonderful holiday, you guys. So long. You too, sir. Take care. And uh, I think we have a third caller, Jason. Who is this? It's going to be Bill from Garner. Bill from Garner. Bill, good evening. You're on WPTF. Do you have Hello, any questions? Stephen. <clears throat> good to hear from I, you, Bill. I, I knew the answers to your football questions. But um, Todd beat me to the punch, so that's good. 
Tell me, you would you like to answer the other, the other or question? Or we don't let you off give you a rain check tonight? I'm not sure I know the answers to any of the other questions. Well, well do you have a favorite Thanksgiving memory in the form of television movies that you'd like to let us know about? I think yeah, probably my favorite fam- Thanksgiving memory, like Todd's, is just being together with family because we had some family members that we only saw once a year, and uh, usually only saw once a year, and it was just just good to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving with them and have the big meal where everybody brought something. And it's interesting to see what people bring and so forth and uh that's that's probably my best thanksgiving memory it's a great memory and it's unfortunate that we're not going a lot of us are not going to be able to do that this thanksgiving absolutely we aren't we're scaling way back it's just uh the immediate uh three of us here uh, okay bill and Stephen, we need to go because the half hour fixed break for the news is coming up thank you for calling bill oh thank you tom <laughs> Nine thirty four on WPTF radio at ninety eight two point five and AM six eighty. Ninety eight point five of course is our AFM frequency and be sure to set set one of each on your car radio. Tom Kearney here, live and in real time with my brother Stephen, who is uh the master of trivia tonight regarding media representations of Thanksgiving, and by that I mean television and and movies and we even have a magazine piece of material, and we're asking you to answer some questions, and Stephen is in charge of that, and in fact, it's time for him to present some new questions. So, Stephen, you want to you want to take it away with a new set of three or four? Sure, Tom. Uh, the first question is uh, about the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, often considered to be the Thanksgiving movie. Um, Tom, that movie has uh, two leads in it, two lead actors, and they're playing characters that are trying to get from New York City to Chicago. Uh, you pointed out before we got on the air to me in the conversation we were having that John Hughes wrote that, and John Hughes is intimately tied in, Tom, as you know, to Chicago. Uh, my question is, uh, who are the two leads? Uh, the, one of the leads is played by a former stand-up comic, famous for playing the banjo and having an arrow through his head, if you will, of course, a fake arrow. He's... He, uh, was in the movie The Jerk, Little Shop of Horrors, Roxanne, and he sang the song King Tut. Tom, tell me the name of that uh, person who's one of the leads of planes, planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The second lead is played by the gentleman who was the guard at Wally World in the original Vacation movie. He plays an Army pilot in Stripes, and perhaps his most famous role is he's Uncle Buck in yet another John Hughes movie. Tell me the name of that actor who played the other lead in the movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. Now, is that one question or two questions? Ask one question with two parts. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. Okay. Second question, Tom. WKRP is probably the most famous television episode about Thanksgiving. And if you've ever seen it, uh, you cannot forget it, and you'll know why I say that. Uh, at some some point during the run of the show, Mr. Carlson, who's the essentially the owner, general manager of the radio station, and his uh, promotional man, Herb Tarlick, uh, they schedule an event at a local uh, shopping center where there's a grocery store. And 
They end up in a helicopter, Tom, above the parking lot, and they throw something out of the helicopter on that day, and my question is, and this is easy, what did they throw? Uh, down below is uh, a Buc- Buckeye News Hawk award-winning radio broadcaster who's covering it for WKRP. Tell me his name. And, uh, Tom, what does, uh, famously, does Mr. Carlson say at the end of this adventure? When the, I think you know that, right, Tom? Right, well, yeah, when the constabulary brings him into the radio station, he he, he has, has a, what has become the quote from this particular program, and that's what you want to know, right? That right, right. And I got we got one other one, Tom, one other question. Okay. Uh, Char- Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Tom. Uh, the, the animated version that comes on, uh, it came on in about the late 60s, early 70s, and we're introduced to the, in an animation, Tom, not in terms of a cartoon that was drawn. We're introduced to Peppermint Patty and her friend Marcy. We also meet Snoopy's little bird friend. I want to know his name. And it was a name chosen for the times, I suspect. I suspect, Tom. Um, That's okay. our group of questions. The new hey, one, and the phone read. number, if you know the answer to one or, or more, but wait, we only we only generally let you have one. But if you know the answer to one of those, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And as I said before, don't be bashful. We've already had, I think, three callers tonight, and you, if you're listening, you see it's, it's a kind of an easy process. We usually like to shoot the bullet a little bit with the person that comes in, and welcome to our radio family if you have not been here before. But Stephen has given us three questions uh, from, I believe all three of them are from WKRP. Stephen, is that correct? No, the first one's about planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, that, the second that, one is about Charlie Brown's uh, oh, Happy right. Thanksgiving. I, I was concentrating so much on that one. And and I I thought you were going to ask a question that has to do with uh, uh, Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas Carol and as it was represented. And you may in fact do that later. Uh, well, Charles Dickens would be Christmas, and so we're going to wait till we get there. Okay. That. All right. All right. Okay. I might ask you, Tom, uh, being a child of these of those times, uh, what is the song that's usually uh, associated with Thanksgiving? I don't know that I know any particular one. I probably should know, but I probably, uh, uh, well, it's just sort of, sort of passed through my head and out one in one ear and out the other. I, I'll need to give that some thought. And our listeners need to do the same thing I'm doing. Uh, they will see that you and I do not rehearse this, and I'm kind of in the position of the man on the street, and I have a chance to answer these questions too. Uh, is there a correct answer to that question? Well, there is, in my way of thinking, and I would describe what you're doing now, and I have these as well. There are the Kelly Bundy moments where, in order to get one more piece of evidence in my mind, I have to take something out. Um, Well, well, I was reading reading up on a new topic the other day, and I actually thought about Kelly because I realized I had learned a a fair amount, but I kept thinking, what have I lost in, in, in the learning? You know, Because what you and I are talking about is that Al on that program, Married with Children, learns that Kelly can only have about 400 facts in her head. And if he puts any new ones in, something falls out the other side. (laughs) Yeah, he was trying to train her to do a a sports trivia show and win it for him. And what he discovered is what you just said. And and I was thinking, and I literally had the thought, and I I said, I'll have to tell Stephen about this, that I, 
uh, I was reading about sonnets, as a matter of fact. Uh, I know you're a, a fan of one William Shakespeare, so you know about sonnets, and I was reading about that, and I learned some stuff, but I figured I probably lost some other stuff on the other side. And so, uh, But anyway, I, I haven't been called to, to task for that yet. I haven't had the questions on that part of my own personal Jeopardy program as, as we've gone along. Well, uh, Tom, Jay- we ought to probably say that uh, since we talked last, uh, Mr. Trebek has passed on. Right, and we ought to figure out some way that we can do uh, a, a, tr- a literally trivia program that is sort of uh, pays tribute through doing our own own tribute to to Jeopardy, and because this we're doing the same sort of thing. Uh, one thing that the Jeopardy well, if we do nothing more than discuss the history of it and how uh, Merv Griffin created a, a program where you you weren't expected to give the answers, you were expected to give the questions, because they give you the answers. And, uh, well, Tom, we've done uh, shows that were tributes, if you will, to game shows, which, of course, is where we would put Jeopardy. Yeah, except it's kind of... Uh, and, in fact, the, the the day after Alex died, I, I did a nostalgia program uh, with regard to that, and uh, I had thought about calling you. I know you... you your semi-professional trivia. Uh, what am I? What am I trying to say? E- easy, uh, Tom. <laughs> okay. You 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 play trip pub trivia, and and I just get a kick out of calling you a semi-professional. But uh, I know you. Uh, I thought about calling you and asking you, but I decided to do it at the last moment. But we had a nice, I think, a nice tribute to to Mr. Trebek and talked about uh, oh the guy that did the the first version of. Uh, of Jeopardy uh, that ran from the middle 60s to the middle 70s. Jeopardy was off off of television for about seven or eight years until Alex Trebek came back and so on. And we came, Art Fleming? Art Fleming, there you go. Uh, he, and, and we came, I came up with it because he uh, uh, is supposed to have worked at WPTF for a very brief period right after World War II. He, he'd gotten out of the Army and he found a job and but he moved on fairly quickly to to some other uh, destination. And when I ran into him on the radio, he was on KMOX in St. Louis, and you know what where that is—that's the right. station with the Cardinals. And uh, and he was doing a, actually doing a Sunday night trivia program that that I listened to for years, and sort of got some of the ideas for this program. Jason, do we have any callers tonight? We do, Tom. Uh, first up is Clay from the Raleigh Durham area. Clay from the Raleigh Durham area, Clay. Uh, Stephen, are you ready to talk to Clay? Sure, let's go. Clay, uh, you have an answer to any of Stephen's questions? Well, Brother Tom, I'll tell you what. I believe I, m- I possibly do, and uh, I-, I think I'm going to uh, take a gander, not a goose, um, <laughs> a gander at the first one, which will be the double the double one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the planes, trains, and automobiles one is what Brother Stephen was laying out for the foundation of one of the characters that was on there. Um, I uh, remember him from being also on Saturday Night Live with uh, doing segments with Dan Aykroyd. I also remember uh, him being, you know, uh, involved with uh, one of the people. Uh, but i tell you what, uh, the first one is uh, Steve Martin. You got it, yeah. He and was, uh, and uh, the second one is uh, a guy I really like, um, and admire uh, John Candy. You're right, yeah. Uh, Mr. Candy has passed, passed away. He passed at a very young age. I think he had a 
had a heart attack, but he is a comedy legend. Yeah, I tell you, you don't realize, you know, <laughs> I think that's how most of these these actors and actresses start out as a as a comedy thing. But, the, right. you know, then you realize that they're setting themselves into the realm of becoming and into TV programs and movies. And, you know, I tell you, I have to give those people a lot of credit because you never can tell there's going to be a movie that's going to be a hit or a miss. Well, the interesting thing about Steve Martin is, is I think he had done uh, a fair amount of stand-up. He, had, he was a writer. I, I, Tom's going to have to check me on this, but I think he was a writer on the Smothers Brothers show. Yeah. And uh, he uh, developed a routine that was wildly famous in the late 70s, which got him on Saturday Night Live. And uh, uh, he was on the movie The Jerk, which was sort of his debut movie. He was on that with Bernadette Peters and... Uh, that was a well-received movie. It's a little silly at times, but a well-received movie. Uh, Mr. Martin has done a lot of things. You, had, um, I had to stop his resume somewhere, and that's where I stopped it. But you're right. He did a number of other things. And we should say that Don Candy, I believe, was a graduate of that great home of improvisation, and that is to say Second City in Chicago. Yeah, uh, Tom, you... A lot of people don't know what Second City is about, but it is a, an improvisational. Help me out, Tom. I I just invented that word. I think no, but it, the improvising there, they that's the it's a kind of stand-up comedy where they take routines and you know and and try to make something out of them. Sometimes they'll take them from the audience and so on. But uh, there's a lot of the stand-up comedians and indeed the comedians who who have gone through that. And in Canada, there was a version called. Second City TV, I think, and uh, Dan Aykroyd and uh, Gilda Radner, I think, came out of that. It's essentially the same thing. Well, I think Mr. Candy was associated with that one because I believe he's a Canadian. Well, he may have been. He may have been. I I could not remember. I I went to Second City one time, and I remember having the feeling that I had seen him there, though. And and, but I never went back and checked the the playbill or anything to see if you know if if in fact it was. But uh, I think Shelley Long was. Was was uh, a graduate of that that place too. The woman who was on on Cheers for a while. But anyway, we need to move along. Uh, and well, take brother a Tom play. and brother Stephen, God bless you both, tonight. man, and have a happy Thanksgiving. And thank y'all for doing what you're doing because it does get slightly nostalgic. <laughs> well, you take well, care. Well, in times like this, it's nice to remember when times were not like this. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen to that. I, I will agree. And I mean, you know, and it's that, really and, changed. And, but, and you know what? That's okay. I, I, I just say to, that, you, you know, from the previous caller, just give thanks. And you can talk to Stephen, too. We'll be back after we take a break and answer some more questions. And I'll bet Stephen will even give us two or three more to take a shot at. Uh, the Tom Kearney Show on WPTF for Friday night. It's November 20th, along with Stephen Kearney. Stephen, what are we supposed to say? Kearney Brothers, film at 11? Film at 11. Okay. We'll ignore the fact that we're on the radio, but... Uh, you can't, you can't, you can't let stuff like that bother you. How about throwing a couple more questions in, and then we've got a, a caller on the line that we'll take. And, uh, sure, it'll, sure yeah. Tom. Um... Thanksgiving is known in, in television for a lot of other things, too. And one of the things it's known for before the football game, Tom, is there's a parade. 
And uh, the parade is a very important parade. It even gives sort of the basis for the beginning of the movie Miracle on 34th Street, which we'll probably talk about next month. What I want to know is, what is the famous store that is the sponsor, the primary sponsor of the parade? And I think the the, the store is still in business, too. They used, they, they, they used to be two big stores in New York, and they were competitors. But one of them, I think, ended up buying the other one out, if I remember correctly. But, uh, okay, one more, and then we'll take our callers. This is a little bit of a hard question, Tom, but there used to be a folk singer in the, the Depression era named Woody. And Woody had a son, and Woody's son became a songwriter and singer. He sung the song City of New Orleans, but he's known for a song that has a reference to Thanksgiving. It's uh, uh, the young man in the song is uh, going home to his friend's home, his, uh, a boyhood friend's home for Thanksgiving, and he ends up uh, having been kicked out of college. And Tom, I think he's arrested for littering at one point, if you've ever listened to the song. Well, the song became a movie. I want to know the name of Woody Guthrie's son that gave okay. us Alice's Restaurant. Alice's Restaurant. Okay, that sounds good. Jason, who who did you say was next on the line? I... We've got Henry from Raleigh. Henry from Raleigh. Henry, good evening. You're on WPTF. Thank you, Tom. Um, I hope you're all well tonight. We're well, doing a little cold. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, a little bit, but uh, I'd like to try to answer the question, which I think was the first question about the magazine cover. Good, I believe good. Right here. that was. I believe the artist was Norman Rockwell. Uh, that is correct, and and what I want to know is the name of. I, I think I know what the magazine was. I I, I can't come I down hard I on you if you don't get was. it because I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm doing this off the top of my head, but what magazine do you think it was? I believe it was uh, the Saturday Evening Post or else look. That's right, Saturday Evening Post. That's exactly right, uh, and that's become kind of iconic. And as I told Stephen, I think that uh, they even made a stamp of that. But Norman Rockwell is, you know, he re- painted those pictures that sort of created the symbols of like little boy scouts, family celebrating Thanksgiving, and uh, first one thing and another that sort of. Uh, represented the best of America to a lot of people, folk art in there. But you got it right, Henry. Good, very good. Thank you so much. And I'm having trouble with my phone, so I'm going to have to get off now, hang up. Okay. Well, happy I'm, Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm glad Thank you did you call, and happy so Thanksgiving. Much. Good night. All right. Uh, Jason, do we have another caller? We do, Tom. We have Daniel from Rocky Mountain. Daniel from Rocky Mountain. Daniel, do you have a, one of the uh, questions that you want to answer? Yeah, um, the the Guthrie question. Woody Guthrie's son, Alice's Restaurant, is by his son Arlo. Yes, and I was fed to hear that Arlo has said that uh, he's through touring. Oh man, that is bad. And, you yeah, know, I wanted well, to since you guys were talking, you know, uh, not to get off the subject, but I just wanted to give some. You know my my condolences, or you know my thoughts of of loving John Candy because you know I know there's so many people out there like me that are listening to your show that John Candy affected so many of us and we we love him and uh, I just wanted to put that out there. Right, and I, I don't know exactly the context, but he and Marie Stephen, you know who Marina Harry is. Yeah. Uh, she's the, I think she's the one in in the movie with John Wayne, the Irish movie, and John Candy and Marina Harry. Excuse me? The Quiet Man. The Quiet Man. 
they became very good, good, very good friends. And I saw them on uh, one of the talk shows at night, and I cannot at this moment remember which one. But they were. She had some project that she wanted to work on, and she happened to just meet Candy. There was no romance or in this anything. They just were very good friends. In fact, she was probably old enough to be his mother, if not his grandmother. And but still, very attractive lady. But anyway, I thought you would like that. Maybe. The, the caller and the audience would like that piece they, of information. They did the movie called Only the Lonely Together, uh, Maureen O'Hara and John Candy. Okay, good. Yeah, I so, think Maureen played his mother in it. She did. Well, I'm glad I brought it up. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're getting close to running out of time here because uh, the signal that we're to go is just about to, to come on. But call us again sometime from Rocky Mount, okay? Thank you. Have okay. a good night. This is Jim Croce. He's our signature. Stephen Kearney has been with us tonight. I'm Tom Kearney. Monday night, Mike James is going to talk about Medicare. Thank you for your time. Oh, you've been so much more than kind. You can keep the dying.